You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Hello and welcome back to this week's Weekly Wrap-Up here on Sprott Money News. I'm your host, Jeff Rutherford, and on the line with me today, we have our chairman, Mr. Eric Sprott. Good morning, Eric. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, Jeff. I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today, Eric. So, firstly, Eric, let's let's take a look at what's happening in the economy. I mean, there seems a number of things are happening. The Fed has kind of changed their tune in terms of GDP growth. They, they now expect real GDP to go between 2.1% and 3.1% for the remainder of the year, which is different than they originally had projected. What are your thoughts in terms of what's happening with the economy overall, Eric? Sure. Well, I always laugh at these uh, projections. Uh, I mean, now we start out high every year, whether it's 13, 14 this year. And then, of course, as the data comes in, there's a down. And I think the Fed said the economic activity had moderated. And of course, all the numbers we get just tend to keep confirming it, whether it's, you know, housing starts, we're down 17% announced this week. Uh, we had the Philly Fed index fall with the, the, some of the key items going down, new orders and uh, order backlog and things like that. So uh, there's no doubt in my mind, and more and more people are kind of coming aboard this, that there is no economic recovery. There can't be an economic recovery when people's wages are basically in stasis, Not, notwithstanding the fact that costs keep going up. And, of course, I always allude to Medicare, which is by far everyone's biggest cost. It just keeps hurting uh, the average American uh, citizen. And, of course, we've also seen a kind of a marked slowdown in China where home prices were uh, fell significantly. Some people are suggesting GDP growth there maybe as little as 3%. I mean, Europe uh, keeps floundering around. Of course, we have some economies that are going to be disasters this year, including Ukraine and Greece and probably some of the uh, the Eastern European countries that uh, where their currencies and their whole financial system is in question. So uh, it's the same old story. There's no recovery. They should, no one should expect a recovery, and we're not getting a recovery. So as well, Eric, I mean, you, you mentioned Greece. I mean, let's talk about that for a second. I mean, it seems as if now the EU is getting kind of impatient, and they're saying time is running out for them. So as their debt drama continues, what are your thoughts on that, Eric, as well? Well, I, I think one of the, the phrases that's been coined late, lately is Graxident. And, you know, we have, I think the number is something like $350 billion of... Uh, Greek debt. There's some talk that, uh, you know, if they pull out, I mean, it'll be worth five cents in the dollar. So there's going to be a $300 billion loss somewhere. We've already seen some spillover effects of uh, uh, Greek debt going down with various banks, uh, the, the one in Germany that uh, needed to be bailed out. Uh, I mean, there's money being lost here. In fact, speaking of money being lost, think of the money being lost in the whole oil sector. I mean, it's just, you start gigantic amounts of money that are being lost. And uh, so it's the same situation. Uh, just there's no way out for some of these countries, and, and perhaps the ECB has realized this. Even though they keep extending the money, that I think they advanced something like 300 uh, million into the uh, what they call the ELA, the special loan agreement to banks, this last week. But the drain goes on, the money's pouring out of the banks, which is exactly what we'd expect. And particularly as gold investors, we have to monitor stuff like that because. The bank are very, very risky instruments here, and these dominoes start falling. You won't want to be having your money in a bank because you're going to get those people in Greece are probably going to get bailed in here, and the citizens are going to pay big time uh, for the um, the insanity of the uh, fiscal irresponsibility of former uh, Greek groups there. And, of course, the Ukraine has its own problems. Um, there's just so many problems that... Uh, 
it, it'll sp- spill over from uh, one area to the other. So finally, as far as what we've seen this week with the Fed announcement, uh, after the, goal, the Fed Reserve announced that the interest rates will rise at a slower pace, at a slower pace than he previously forecasted, gold surged, you know, anywhere between twenty to sorry, sixteen to twenty dollars, and the U.S. dollar fell uh, more than two point five percent. So, what is your outlook as far as that is concerned, uh, Eric? As far as how this will play out for gold uh, as we move into next week as well. Well, again, Jeff, there's no change. I mean, let's face it, the Fed is not in a position to increase rates. And they do. And now they're talking about a 12.5 basis point increase in sort of a thing. So finally, we can say we increase rates. Well, why not increase them by 0.1 and said you increase them? You know, like it's not going to make any difference. And 12.5 won't make any difference. And I don't think it's ever going to happen anyway because it's, they always say it's data dependent. This is just like, you know, the exit from QEs, which was supposed to happen, never happened. Raising rates will probably never happen. And uh, during this whole time period, you know, the gold's going down because rates are going to go up. Well, rates have done nothing but go down in the world, which, of course, brings people uh, uh, more and more towards gold. I mean, you see these currency fluctuations that are just crazy, whether it's the Canadian dollar, uh, Australian dollar, the Brazilian real, I mean, the Mexican peso. We've had 15 and 20 percent corrections in currencies here. And obviously, any people in those countries who own precious metals have done very well, thank you very much, and better than the stock market, I might add. So um, I think Fed statement was a non-entity. I mean, I just laugh when I think, well, I'm going to drop the word patient. Well, what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. The fact is that it's all going to be data-dependent. The data will continue to suck, and uh, it should bring people back into gold. We've had a reasonable week in gold here. Uh, I'm sure that the commercials who stuffed gold up at the 13, or just over 1300, have for the most part covered their shorts. We'll get a report today. Every week they cover their shorts and they technical funds the, the short to them, and then now they're going to run it up again. So I, I think uh, I, we're well positioned in in the gold market, both from the in the paper market and in the real market, and the whole thought that. There's no recovery. There's no increase in interest rates coming, and uh, and things should uh, start looking up here. Uh, Jeff, before I conclude, I should congratulate your organization on sponsoring uh, Dustin Cook, who won a gold medal at the Super G Championship in Europe. So, you know, it's interesting. I think of an analogy. I know that uh, the corporation supported him, I think, starting five years ago. And finally, five years later, he wins a, a gold medal. And uh, perhaps... Uh, the same might be true of gold here. We've been waiting a long time for things to happen, but we stayed the course, and I think uh, our rewards are, will come to pass here. I agree, Eric. And yes, congratulations to Dustin on his victory, and we wish him all the best going forward as well. Well, as usual, Eric, thank you for joining us here in the Weekly Wrap-Up. We always appreciate your insight. Okay, Jeff, all the best. And to our listeners, thank you for listening. This is Jeff Rutherford for the Weekly Wrap-Up here on Sprout Money News. Have a great weekend.